Welcome to Big Papa Rob Podcast Story Rewind. I'm Big Papa Rob. Here I rewind the story of a person, place, or thing and tell you where it originated from. This week we're going to talk about a place. This is a lake that many sources say is one of the deadliest lakes in America. There are many sources that claim this lake is haunted. Stick around, find out what this lake is, and you decide if you think the nearly 700 deaths on this lake are a coincidence, or is it due to what's buried underneath the lake? This lake is the largest lake in Georgia and has nearly 700 miles of shoreline spreading over 38,000 acres. The water in this lake comes from the Blue Ridge Mountains that feed into the Chattahoochee and the Chestine Rivers that empty into the lake. This lake was created by the Army Corps of Engineers after building the Buford Dam in 1956. The lake was built to reduce flooding of the Chattahoochee River, create water sources and power for the North Georgia area. This lake covers the areas in four different counties. According to the website Save a Tour, this lake ranks 8th as the most dangerous lakes in America. Since its creation in 1956, over 700 people have died there. Between 1994 and 2020, 203 people have died, and in 2022, according to Fox News, three drowned in a single week. There's been at least one death already this year. Due to the number of deaths, there are a lot of stories that claim the lake is haunted because of the history behind what's buried below the lake waters. Let's rewind and tell the stories and the facts that are behind the claims of the hauntings of this lake. In the area before the lake was made, the Cherokee Indians occupied a lot of this area, now known as Forsyth County. In 1830s, the Cherokee Indians were forced to leave their ancestral lands along what's known as the Trail of Tears. More than 4,000 Cherokee Indians died on this death march to the west. I couldn't find out how many died in the Forsyth County area, but it's safe to assume many of them lost their lives here alone. Another story related to this same area starts in the late 1800s. A community was formed creating a town called Oscarville during the Reconstruction Era. This was a black community that was thriving. It was very successful growing crops during the time where other areas of Georgia was struggling. Just before 1912, there were nearly 1,100 black residents in Forsyth County, most living in Oscarville. In September of 1912, there were two alleged assaults against white women reported in the county. The first took place September 5th, where the woman reported a black man had assaulted her. The other happened just days later when an 18-year-old, May Crow, a white resident, was found in the woods near Oscarville, raped and murdered. On September 7th, the sheriff arrested two men and four accomplices. They transferred one of the young men to an Atlanta jail, trying to provide safety. The other three were kept in jail in the coming Georgia. A mob of angry white residents gathered outside the coming jail, that night and took over the jail, seizing 24-year-old Robert Edwards, taking him from the jail and beating him to death before hanging him on a telephone pole in the town square. 
This was just the start of the violence to come for the black community of Forsyth County in Oscarville. A group called the Night Riders, which was a group of white residents, decided to remove all the blacks from this county. They came through the town of Oscarville threatening the residents, firing guns into homes and throwing explosives in many of the buildings of the town, killing many and forcing the others to leave the area. This continued until nearly all the black population had left Forsyth County. Most of the land where Oscarville was left abandoned by the black community, including those that owned land in the area. It is said that one of the reasons to build the dam to flood this area was to try to cover up the history of this area. If it wasn't enough, the last story I found, The Lady of the Lake. In 1958, Delia May Parker and Susie Roberts, both in their 20s, took their car for a joyride. Some say they had just stolen gas from a nearby gas station in the area and just disappeared. In 1959, a fisherman found the decomposing body of Delia still wearing scraps of the blue dress she'd worn the night she went missing. Locals claim they have seen her ghost at the edge of the lake wearing the same blue dress and handless arms and eyeless face. Some say she's tried to pull them under the water to join her. In 1990, divers discovered a car at the bottom of the lake, assuming they drove off the bridge back in 1958. Susie's remains was found still in the car. When the Army Corps of Engineers flooded the area to make the lake, more than 250 families were displaced. There were at least 20 cemeteries in the area. Not all were relocated before the flooding of the area. Besides Oscarville, there were other small communities that had been taken over for this project, and towns were left standing along with cars and other structures in the area. Divers reported many of these structures still standing, and they could clearly still see streets and abandoned cars. These structures have been blamed for many of the boating accidents when the water levels have dropped over the years. They also blame these structures for entangling swimmers, causing them to drown. Even the silt at the bottom of the lake is dangerous. A unique antibiotic-resistant strain of staph bacteria lurks in the mud, infecting divers and beachgoers from time to time. As you've now heard, there's a lot of death associated with the lake and disturbed corpse from the cemeteries that were buried under the lake. It's no wonder that there are so many ghost stories associated with the deaths that have occurred after filling of the lake. If you haven't figured out by now, I'm talking about Lake Lanier in Georgia. This lake was named after Sidney Lanier, a private that was in the Confederate Army who wrote a poem called The Song of the Chattahoochee. Even with all the deaths and stories about Lake Lanier, there are between 7 to 11 million visitors each year. This year, Margaritaville has made a home to the park. So I've told you about the stories behind the claims of the hauntings related to the lake. Do you think all the deaths are caused by the spirits living at the bottom of the lake? Or do you think it's just related to the debris left behind snagging boats and swimmers? Let me know your thoughts. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and the new site Spill. If you have a story idea, let me know. Thank you for listening today. I hope you come back next week for my next story. The stories will be ever-changing and the historic origins of many things and the stories of people you may not know their history. And again, I'm Big Papa Rob, and this was a Story Rewind, produced by Big Papa Rob, edited by my beautiful wife, Amanda, a.k.a. Big Mama. 
Today's music was powerful, stylish stop rock by Mark July from Pixabay. This was a Big Papa Rob Podcast 2023.